First, a message from our Cleveland media correspondent, Ken Carmen. And it's my freaking fault for having any faith whatsoever in you. More saviors, more societies, the same damn actions, the same thing. The emperor no longer has clothes. And I am a shell of myself. I'm going to lay here and I'm going to take it. If you got something to yell at the Browns, you yell at them. If you got something to yell at Mike Baker Mayfield or John or, or Freddie Kitchens, you go ahead and let it off your chest. You will not get anything back from me. I got it coming to me because I'm a damn fool for having any faith whatsoever in this train wreck. Goodbye. And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. It's showtime. Nonsense Podcast. We might as well have a good time. With Ad Walt Disney. Dynamite drop in money. That broadcast school has really paid off. At Still Smooth Productions. <laughs> oh, big golf, huh? Smartest idiot in the world. I think cerveza in a can is probably the greatest invention besides yoga pants and Chipotle. At St. Bale's. I'm not prepared. I really am not prepared at all. A bunch of a-holes. senseless episode 88 this is bold nonsense yes you found us you're in welcome to the community we're so glad to be back the red light is on red light means stop thinking get a little senseless with us on 11 8 2019 that's november 8 2019 yes it is and we're gonna have so much fun bringing this to you tonight and then getting it out tomorrow so be prepared for your weekend Listen, we hope you are ready. Go. The official weekend listen of the Apple Podcast Network. Trademarked. And we'll get some more trademarking stuff. That's a little tease for you. So stay tuned for that. You know what? You better be ready because it's going to be a good time. Be prepared to laugh a little, have a little fun, just all all prepared good takes, and uh, maybe get a little angry. Mm. Oh, boy, you bet. We're going to say some things that you're not going to agree with. I Ken, guarantee you that. That's the nonsense part. Ken really set the tone. Ken really fired me up, man. That was cool. <laughs> Ken's a yeller. <laughs> Ken's had those jowls flapping. Yeah. But now it's our turn. Now it's yeah. our turn. And the people you're hearing, I'm Matt Walsh Disney, happiest host on earth. You yeah. took journalism. Yeah. Get out of here. I'd like to thank you for being with us either for the first time we're coming back for another helping. Mm. Yeah, it is November. Woo-wee! Be re- be ready. Be ready for the for the end of the month. Mm. You seem like you wanted to say something. 
No. Oh, well, too bad. (laughs) (laughs) Fine. If you don't want to say something, I'll go to a guy that does. It's at St. Bales. He brings you the electric takes and the electricity. (laughs) How about it, you creep, you lunatics, mental defectives? How are you, sir? I'm good. Good morning, senseless. Wake the f*** up! (laughs) (laughs) It's full nonsense time! Woo-hoo! I I wish I wish the senseless could have just seen that recording because Bales went full helmet slap, two hands yeah. on the head, helmet slap. That was He's the ready Seahawks fullback that broke open his forehead <laughs> by slamming his helmet into it. I love it. That was that was good stuff. We just start we just start us off. I'm ready to go. Let's 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 get this thing going. Okay, well you know let's move on to another guy. At Still Smooth, I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. The embodiment of no ads, the uh, top of the morning to you, top to the most, the bald, I don't know, I'm hey. just saying things that wow. represent you. You're kind of Irish. Hey, now Still Smooth. actually has Irish? an. I am. Okay. Still I Smooth knew. has another meaning. I am, in fact, clean Ooh. on top. Oh. <laughs> Clean oh, on top. Till, I like that. Yeah. Um, but I'd like to bring you another. I like that a lot, actually. You yeah. need to put something that, about that. I, th- I think that was destiny. That's, that's, probably that's bio-worthy. I wrote, <laughs> I'll figure out. I need, to, I need to drop it in a clever way. But I'll find a way to connect the two smooths. Um, oh. But my job here on the podcast is to do one thing. And that is to bring you the history that happened on this date. And on this date, November 11, no, November 8th, excuse me, back in 1848, the first U.S. post office opened in California. It actually opened in San Francisco, California, between Clay and Pike Streets. I This may not seem very relevant. Again, it's just the first post office opening in San Francisco, California. However, I'm glad it did because now... It allows me to mail all those ha-ha letters to those Golden State Warrior fans. You had your S coming to you. You had your time on the top. And it is so sweet to watch the NBA this year with the Golden State Warriors being just the, the pitfall of it all. So that's why I brought you this. The freeway time. does seem lonely without that massive wagon on which the band of people sit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they did beat the Blazers the other night. I don't mean to throw that out there. I was a little ticked off. I woke, I woke up the next morning, and I was like, and I looked at the box score. And I was like, who are all these clowns? Like, Willie Cauley-Stein was the only notable name. <laughs> That's notable? Whoa. Hey, he is notable. <laughs> he uh, is. Hey, and you know what? Does mail ever become irrelevant? No. no. Mail, the post office never sleeps. <laughs> That's true. Sleep, sunshine, or whatever whatever their motto is. No, they are union, so they are they are kind of lazy. Works some of the time. Wow. Hey, no US political talk. Save, save it for the political podcast, there, Bales. Mm-hmm. <laughs> While we throw it to and listen to, here's a new drop for you as we go into random thoughts. Random thoughts. That's how you say that. Don't worry. I'm not gonna do what everyone thinks I'm gonna do. Flip out, man. Nah, I'm saying. Well, I'm awake and I speak English, so yeah, I do know what you're saying. 
having a brainstorm session. I think I just, yeah, I just had an idea. Isn't that weird? All right, who's so uh, who's got one? I'm thoughtless. Uh, okay, well, I I have one, but Walsh, go ahead. Okay, I'll I'll go. I'll start. I, um, I'm being generous. Yeah, go ahead. I I appreciate it, but <laughs> have you guys ever heard of Cameron Hughes? No. All right, well, no. I'll tell you all about this guy. He is what they call a professional fan. He gets paid to go to arenas, games for multiple teams, and he's basically part of the entertainment. So they'll, like, throw to him during a timeout, and he'll get up from his seat. So they pay this guy to come to their game to sit in part of the, the part of the stands, and then they'll throw to him. They tell him, hey, this time out, we're going to throw it to you. And he he'll like he usually wears a bunch of shirts, like seven different shirts over the top of each other. So he starts dancing. He'll strip a shirt off and give it to throw it to somebody, strip another one off, give it to somebody else. And he just does this at a bunch of different places. He's done the NBA, NHL, Olympics, uh, a bunch of different stuff. I'm seeing a lot of hockey on here. A lot of hockey. He's mostly a hockey guy. Um, but he's done a bunch of different sports. He's works a lot with the Vegas Knights. How do you guys feel about a professional fan? I love it. I, uh, let me, I, let me say that with, uh, a, an asterisk. I love it. If he wasn't a professional fan for hire, I wish the Blazers had a professional fan that he would not be seen in OKC or in where else. I feel like this is a great idea to have a professional fan to get people yeah. hyped, but uh, it's it's like a fan mercenary, and I don't yeah. like I don't like you putting on my team's gear when I just saw you in the opposing team's gear three weeks ago. Yeah, I don't know. That, like he, that's his career. He's like a he's like an ultimate bandwagon for money. Yeah, <laughs> for money. Yeah, that would be a sweet freaking job, though. Yeah. When I think. But when I think of like professional fan, for example, I think of like a James Goldstein, the guy, oh. the little short, long-haired creep in the NBA. You know James Goldstein? No, I do. Yeah, not. you do. Yes, you do. I swear to God, every NBA fan knows who this guy is. He's the guy with long hair, the 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 hats, really little. I will send you a picture at the break so you yeah. fully understand. You will know. Okay. But I feel like that's a professional fan. Another one, I want to drop Marlon's man in there, but <laughs> that's just – he is pretty cool, man. Marlon's man really – he really does mean well. He loves a, uh, He loves the military as well, which is a mm, huge – Plus. He loves America. So he's, shout, shout out Veterans Day. Shout out the vets. Um, but I don't know. This guy what, – what's his name? Cam Hughes? Does he have social media? Does he, he like – He's a, he's a redhead. He has so red he hair. has no soul. <laughs> but let let me tune in. Let me tune this. He's in his forties. Uh, uh, he earns a six figure salary. So this guy's like making good good amount of money. I just have a statistic here. Just looking it up real quick. It says the Los Angeles Dodgers pay him on an average of two thousand dollars a game. Blah blah. blah. Uh, hired by NBA teams such as the Lakers, Hornets, a lot of NHL teams, like we said earlier. Um, but yeah. And the free ticket. And the free ticket. So six figures and just to be a sports fan. 
Yeah, but where is that ticket, though? That ticket could be anywhere in any arena. Sure. Yeah, so people, like, call him, and then he says yes or no. It's all on him now. So, like, yeah, sometimes it'll be a 300, sometimes it's a 100-level ticket, but still, it's a free ticket. So, let me ask you this, Walsh Disney. If you are Cameron Hughes, and I call you up, and I'm the Portland Trailblazers... And I say, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to even bump you up. I'm not going to give you $2,000 because there's a game conflict. I'm going to give you $3,000 for you to come to Portland and get you in the 100-level uh, seats. But you have to pay for your own flight. Do you think you have enough pull as Cameron Hughes to start demanding that you fly me out now? Do or do you have to pay your own flight? If I'm Cameron Hughes, I'm a 20-year vet of this industry. You're flying me out. Okay. If I'm new to the game, then yeah, I'll get there. I'll get there on my own and write it off. Why are we not just undercutting Boom. this? I like this. Boom. But we need to start undercutting this guy. Pay me five hundred dollars. You know, <laughs> it's true. we can we can do this for cheaper. All three of us are are good fans. Oh yeah, this guy goes wild. Though. Yeah, he's like he's been paid to literally like sprint up and down all this like the steps, oh, and wow. he'll like he's so he's taking shirts off. He's dancing like an animal out there. We need to get physicals first. Hop, hopping on the rails. Okay. Like what, this what do you mean we need to get physicals first? What, do you think we're unathletic? I might have a hey, heart attack. I, I don't know if I can be jumping around rails and stuff. Yeah. It's a lot. Oh. It's a lot. Oh, I got it. I'm yeah. all good. But Cameron Hughes, professional fan, why don't you guys just take? I like it. Plus, two thumbs up. <laughs> okay. Maybe a thumb down from Bells. Just one, maybe two. We don't know. Half thumb. It's like sort of oh, okay. floating. Sideways thumb. It's Loose floating. Thumb. Okay. How about your yeah. random thought? Um <laughs> okay. Um I don't I don't know if you guys saw this. But do you know who Dan Mullen is? Yeah. The head coach of the Florida Gators football team. Do you know who Dan Mullen's wife is? No. Hmm. Have you heard about her? "Quote unquote pregame ritual." Do share? No. <laughs> she kisses every single player on the Florida Gators roster as they come off the bus. No, she. A hug, know. a kiss. It's and there was speculation that it was on the lips because there was a one photo that looked like it was like very like whoa. This is crossing the line. She's going cheek. She's doing the cheek. She's she's like she's grabbing the face. She's basically telling them like, "Have a good game. Be yourself. All this, and I love you." Because in an interview with her, she said, "I have my husband Dan. I got my kids, and then I got my big family of kids." Mm. But the <clears throat> pictures just make it show like it's just iffy. You can you you know you can find an iffy picture anywhere. But I wanted your take. What do? You, how do you feel about? And here's the thing. I'm not gonna lie. She's not a bad looking gal. <laughs> All right. <laughs> she. She. Uh, she. Uh, she's not hurting. Let's just put it that way. Okay. Um. But uh, how would you feel as a parent if you sent your son to play football at Florida and this was occurring? Would you be for it? Against it? Uh, even as like a recruit, if your kid was getting recruited there and that was like a thing, like, I mean, the family aspect and like the care and like the deep, yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. I think I'm, I'm for, for I think I'm for it. 
because I think it's I think it's well she's been getting a lot of flack on social media because this just came out a couple weeks ago. I got news for you. Everyone gets flack for everything on social media. Even us, even the BN podcast. Yeah. Talk no, about your irrelevant to, space. It's I called wanted to hear guys' I wanted to hear your guys' take. How do you feel about uh, <coughs> from a Mrs. parent Bullen. I love that. You know, you gotta look into it. You gotta talk to you know, you hear the you hear the interview. If she's talking about how like those are a big family of kids, then I know somebody's looking out for them. Like it's it's yeah. a hug and a kiss on the cheek, like you know, things aren't getting weird. It's in public. What she did, like, obviously gonna, there's no under, undercut stuff. I'm going to play devil's advocate. I agree with uh, Walsh Disney, but just these still photos, like, photos look completely different. Like, she does grab them by, like, the back of the neck, like, cheek. Like, it's a, like an, it's like a very, like, very loving uh, embrace, and she's right in their face. So, again, I can see how still photos would look really, like, they look bad, but I'm sure if you saw it real time and you saw like how quick it was or like you just saw it play out in person, it would look totally different. But these still shots look bad. Bad, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the video does justice, though, because she she she's she's not there for like minutes on minutes on minutes like a like a relationship. Yeah. In a sense. It's like, a hey, good luck to you. This and that. Da da da. Kiss a good luck. Next. Yeah. It's literally like... That's the thing. It's people who see, like, the headline, Mm -hmm. what the headline says, and they've got one still shot, and people are like, oh, absolutely outrageous. And I feel like those southern folks, like, I mean, I don't know. If I was a player, I'd be like, all right, let's get after it. What's up? Best part of my day. Yeah. I mean, best part of the year, 48. I mean... You stay and play at Florida for four years, you're getting kissed by Mrs. Mullins 52 times. <laughs> That's including bowl games. Do you think Do you think everybody does? Or only only the, like, do no. the walk-ons get the love? Everybody Managers? gets the love. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, I don't know. You gotta draw a line somewhere. Ball carriers? Managers don't even kid. get to fly on a plane. Yeah. They gotta take a bus. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm yeah, I saw that. a lot of I saw a lot of uh, articles about parents of like recruits are like, eh, this is a little freaky. I'm not about that. I don't want to send my kid to Florida. Yeah, then don't. Then you don't send him to Vanderbilt. Has it fun getting his ass kicked? University of Florida and like Gainesville is a weird enough place where like I think Gainesville would be enough by itself to sway me from sending my kid there, and it's not. This thing shouldn't make a break, like, yeah, the decision. Dude, maybe the alligators. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, like, the uh, the oddness of Gainesville. Really? Lot yeah, worse, you've been there. Lot worse stuff. That's right. Very strange. And we got a lot more to get to, so let's, get, let's keep it rolling. We're going into... Okay, here it is. We're setting up something brand new for everybody. This is a new segment that we want to bring. It is called... It is called Talking... Nonsense. Here we go. What do you want? Just answer the damn questions. Clown question, bro. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. I have good takes. Okay, so talking nonsense. This is a segment in which we answer our your questions, uh, any DMs that are sent to us. This is basically your chance to get 
your thoughts, your questions, anything you want us to go over or anything you think is interesting on the podcast. So uh, from week to week, we're going to choose a couple that we think are pretty interesting, pretty awesome. And then, you know, we'll get to the ones we don't get to in one week. We might get to the next week. So um, we're just going to take a couple and discuss some of the, these concepts that you guys send us, the things you guys want to hear about. Does that Love make it. sense? Love it. Absolutely. Okay, so let's go to the let's go to the first one, and I'm actually going to invert these two. We'll start with uh, with our our guy, loyal listener Doc B. He sent us uh, he sent us something this week. Bill Simmons has started his own segment, well, his own a segment called Nerd Corner. Exactly. That might sound pretty familiar to you longtime listeners of the Bold Nonsense podcast who know that last NFL season, we did this exact thing. Nerd Corner was a segment that we did, um, that we came up with out, out of the blue for us to dive into statistical matchups. We've been doing this for 88 episodes now, a year and a half, and all just because Bill Simmons is on the TV, and he might be more photogenic than us. I said might. And potentially smarter. Maybe. Dude, he's a bum. But that's why he thinks it's okay to directly rip off Nerd Corner from the BNP? I think not. He might have more money than us. Might. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, He's like way too into the WWE. He really needs to settle that crap down. Okay. Okay. But hey. Nerd Corner was our segment, and you know we did get a little bit, bit, bit of pushback. Doc B was very honest with us, mm-hmm. so we gave it up. <clears throat> we gave it up, and we did not trademark it. We did not. We are not businessmen. We are creators. But hey, I'm gonna. I want to give the shout out and respect to where it's needed. You know, and you came up with that. You came up with a game, and hey. That's how Bales and I know that we are in good hands. <laughs> that the the main host, the producer of this show, is leading us down the right path. Yeah. Your Here's ideas thing, are getting Walsh. ripped off by big time radio hosts. Walsh, you want to know something? I think it was maybe eight months ago. I sent your name and your social media <laughs> our, to the podcast <laughs> to the ringer. Uh, so they've probably been following you. They probably that's how wow. they got our stuff. Maybe that's how they heard about it. I really did. I, I kid you not. I literally like. There's the link. I, well, I, I appreciate. I appreciate <laughs> uh, you look your help. You're looking out for me. And it was one of those like. It was one of those like contact at the ringer dot org like yeah. email. Hey. And I was just like, hey, you need to hire this clown. Feel the love. This clown would fit in perfectly with your system. Feel, feel the love there, and honestly, kind of a compliment. Oh, like you 100%. said, we're doing some, we're doing something pretty good. If Bill Simmons is also hitting it up, um, but thank you to, for uh, bringing that to our attention, Doc B. And thank you for listening and sticking with us. Now, uh, the second one we want to get to for this week, and hopefully we get more from you uh, next week, and we'll just keep talking about anything that you guys want to want to bring up. But it's it's our man. It's a guy. He's the only other two-time heavy artillery league participant other than the three of us mm. at, at Wint. Our guy Wint. At Wint. Well, at Wint. Well, well we've, we've created it, yeah. We have at real Nate Kramer as well. He's the other two-time. Oh, yeah. He's a winner, though. 
<laughs> and he didn't set his roster during the playoffs, so I only at, it's one and a half. One and a half at, for him. At Wint Sanity. Wint a full yeah, Wint's a full on two, and he sent us this question. Better sports debate topic. MJ versus LeBron or agree, disagree with load management. So I just love the concept of this. I love the fact that we're not debating what these the top, the subjects of these debates. We are debating the debates. So which is a better debate, MJ versus LeBron, or agree or disagree with load management? Let's get some takes. I'm gonna jump off here real quick because I I immediately saw Wince DM light that candle and sent that right to you. I'm sick of this MJ LeBron debate. I didn't get to yep. see Le- MJ playing his prime. I don't have. I don't feel good debating that because I, I didn't see it in person. This agree, disagree with load management, I love. Because you know who you know who's at the center of it? My San Antonio Spurs used to be all like the front and center of that of that conversation. Oh, it was their fault. And I, I hate I hated it when they were doing it, but it's like, okay, I have to I have to I understand why they're doing it. If yeah. they're gonna if this is gonna take us further down the road in the playoffs, I agree. My favorite player, Kawhi Leonard, is doing this right now. You know, so I I think that is a stronger uh, uh, debate for me. I love I love talking this debate. I would say better debate. I'll go with agree disagree with load management. Maybe it's recency bias, but um, I feel like the MJ Lebron one's kind of done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it it's it's, it's been over. done for a while. It's over. MJ won it, so we're done there. And so this, but this. Agree, disagree with load management has so many different nuances on each side that it's like you can't, neither side can really be right or wrong. There's positives for both. Yeah. And MJ and LeBron is kind of like, come on. Yeah. Come on. It's over. This isn't, yeah, yeah. And depending on the agree, disagree, load management, your answer changes uh, by the view you take. Like, whether it be uh, TV stations or the team itself or the fans, yeah. every different perspective Absolutely. that you take, you have a completely different answer. Yeah. And I love it. And none of those are answers taking, are wrong. Are you taking the business side or are you taking the sports side, exactly. the competition side? So it's like win now and sell tickets or make sure your team's healthy for game seven in yeah. the playoffs, you know? So. Yeah. Like the load management stuff, that's going to be like more recent as they bring it up on like. ESPN and these sports shows like down the line in a month when it says Steph Curry sat for two consecutive games just to rest or Dame Lillard took a night off from resting now you doing that. as well. Well, I understand. I'm just, he I'm ain't just no B. Out. It's no I Kawhi just Leonard. Throwing, just throwing out an example. He didn't even catch that. Bunch of no- knobbly need Leonard over there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hey, real quick, when's Paul George coming back? Uh, a while. Anyone? Find the Clippers another 50K. They're hiding him. <laughs> Load management. Yeah. Dude, I, I'm just waiting to see this Clippers team, like, take off with PG. It's going to be scary, uh, dude. We'll see. We'll see. Basketball is in also, the American Southwest. I'm also waiting for Clay to come back, but I don't think that's going to be happening. And then, obviously, KD. Uh... Let's let's get this Nets thing going as well. Let's get the East rampant, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I'm about I'm about it. I okay. I am about it. Well, Nets 
you're way box. off. You're way off on the edge of a branch over here. Come back to Nets the come back to the tree. Finals. I'm saying it right now. All right. Well, we're saying trivia right now, and thank you to Wint and Doc B for sending us those. Everybody, keep hitting us up. Thanks everybody for uh, just interacting with us. Now we go to trivia. Trivia. Trivia, baby. Gonna make that your final answer? I think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? All right, let's move to trivia. Started off last week's question. Let's give you some answers here. Who invented the Nerf football, and where does the Nerf name come from? First answer: Who invented it? That's Fred the Foot Cox, Minnesota Vikings place kicker from 1963 to 1977. In the Vikings' all-time leading scorer to this day. A place kicker in the NFL at the time invented the Nerf football. You think he was just trying to make con like learning, like he just needed reps and he just needed reps on a softer ball? So he was actually, um, he was approached by a businessman who was trying to make these goalposts, mm. these easy-to-set-up goalposts for kids. And he was just going to use a regular football. Mm. And the guy said, you're going to have kids just breaking their feet all the time. And so he came up, he, he like came up with this, uh, the idea for rubberized foam or whatever. Not and expanding recreational not, foam. Yeah, get it. <laughs> uh, and then he had a friend. <laughs> there you go. My bad. That's <laughs> no, fine. <laughs> My I'm bad. About to, they're about to know anyway. <laughs> Hit him. I don't think that, I don't think that. Uh, yeah. Maybe you were super quiet. <laughs> Uh, what's the second part? And uh, where does the Nerf name come from? You got a little tease from Matt Still Smooth right there. The name is an acronym for non-expanding recreational foam. That, that was my bad. That's a that was a podcast no no on my part. <laughs> Faux pas. <it. laughs> yeah, just gave two the part. answer. <laughs> what? Two part. Yeah. Two part. Two part question. Two part answer. Uh, now you know. Now you're now like. You know. You're like the idiot that makes a sitcom episode two episodes long because it's so long. Uh, like that is a hard stance on something that I did not know you cared at all about. The goddamn nineties, goddamn it! <laughs> this week on trivia, the trivia question reads like this: The record for longest field goal in the NFL. In the NFL history, was set by Matt Prater in 2013. How many yards did this field goal cover? Once again. 94. Mm, that would be nice. That would be record setting, actually. Let's just say I would have nailed it right <laughs> through the uprights. So, like, 13? <laughs> <laughs> One more time. The record for longest field goal in NFL history was set by Matt Prater in 2013. How many yards did this field goal cover? Answer will be found on episode 89 of the Bold Nonsense podcast next week. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go start kicking again. There's a high school right across the street. Just send us the highlights. Guess who played there? Ryan Fitzpatrick. I've just been handed an urgent news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the fucking news. 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 We're news too. Only news told much later. See the game last night? Which game? Any of them. Passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. Fantastic. I am so sorry. Someone put the story in all capital letters, and I, I thought I was supposed to yell it. To the news. 
We are going. We're starting with the MLB that just yeah, got yeah. over. So we're just gonna revisit it for one story: the World Series MVP, Steven Strasburg. He has opted out of his final four years and a hundred million dollars left on his contract. Ching ching. Most people believe this is so that he can sign a smaller deal, re-sign with the team either either for longer. Or maybe a smaller deal, try and help him out, try and pick some pe- more people up. Um, maybe even give him an outside chance to keep Rendon, Carlos Rendon. My Carlos our, Rendon. Our boy, our boy Carlos. <laughs> Carlos Rendon. Um, quote, unquote, Carlos. Carlos is short for Anthony. Oh, I don't know if you know that. I didn't, I didn't know that, but you learn something new every day. Learn something new every day. On this date, I learned Carlos is short for Anthony. Um, okay, so probably going to end up being... <clears throat> I mean, you don't win World Series MVP. You don't have the team around you and then just completely leave. Yeah. When it's going to go to the Padres, no thanks. You know who has a bad habit of just up and leaving? Well, when he's told to. Yeah. It's a, it's a head college football coach. Mm-hmm. I believe he played or coached at Oregon. For like oh. 17 minutes. The guy's a bum. Dude. It was a terrible 17 minutes. It's Willie Taggart, who has been fired by Florida State in less than two seasons. Guy didn't even make it two seasons. At his dream school. <sighs> Sounds like that turned into a nightmare. Dream Boom. Got him. Although school. I think I would be willing to be fired from somewhere if they were going to pay me $18 million to leave. And that was booster, that $18 million was booster raised money. The school wouldn't even pay him. He wasn't worth it. The boosters had to. I believe he's still on like the two. Mm, this $18 million is still being paid for the. Uh, for the Oregon one too? Yes. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It was probably more. He probably got a four year deal from Oregon and that was only what? So he's only three years into that deal. Unreal. This is his third. He hasn't two contracts in a row. He hasn't been able real. to fulfill. So he's gonna hang out for a while, right? And better. So here, here's the thing. This, this he was four and five this year, and he lost to Boise State. That's yeah. He lost to Virginia. He lost to Clemson. He lost to Wake Forest, and he lost to Miami. And he also only won by one in overtime to Louisiana Monroe. <laughs> oh God! So I think I think after week two when they played Monroe, I think that was when the door was starting to open. That yeah, yeah I don't think no he's discipline be the right on the team, fit. no improvement, just terrible. Recruits and, dropping left and right. Yeah, yeah you're and, Florida State, but. You should be able I to. Think you should be able to roll out your managers and win seven games. A lot of guys would drop things to go coach at FSU, and we'll see this off season. We'll uh, see what happens. Who, get, then. who gets an offer to uh, to take over the throne? Yep, that's big shoes to fill. Yeah, that's where. That's, I mean, you got a you got a you got alumnuses. No, nah, he probably didn't graduate. Yeah, <laughs> you got people who played there like Dion. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, but you know, I mean, okay. real, real quick, and we can move on. Do you like the former player look as a head coach? Do you like no. an alumni coming back? Not really. I don't think no. it works out. That's not their profession. Often. No, coaching and playing is a different thing. Yeah, 
Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. To a cheater. An absolute cheater. Oh, gosh. Somebody who doesn't know how to play the game by the, the, game by the rules. Chase Young, the uh, the Heisman. Pretty sure that's not going to happen anymore. Chase Young, Ohio State's uh, filthy defensive end. <laughs> <His> cro- <coughs> the, cro- the crooked young man from Ohio State. Chase Young has been suspended. I'll t- talk about playing by the rules. Playing by the rule is is taking out a loan and repaying the loan. So in my eyes, he played by the rules. What was the loan amount? I don't know. No idea. But from a family friend, um, hold on, let me beep, beep, beep. Yeah, my BS meter's going off. <laughs> from an Ohio State Buckeye booster. And you had, the, Bales, you had the best question of all. How did he repay that, that loan? How no, did he? Seriously. If he needed the loan, all of a sudden he's making money? How? Oh, yeah. What? Well, well, well. I guess he's not flipping a bunch of burgers on his off time. He can also work at the, you know, the Buckeye Market, working he behind the desk. Work, I don't know. Man. I don't know. He might Come be. On. Hey, you don't know. We don't know. We're just speculating he's, he's now. Probably making more than all know. of us combined an hour to work at <laughs> handing out kids' books. <laughs> yeah. You can't lift a piece of furniture and say you worked, like, on move-in day at Ohio State. That's, that doesn't count. <laughs> Taking tips from parents, that doesn't yeah. work. Putting somebody's lamp in their dorm room and then getting, like, $20,000 for it seems a little bit fishy to me. But, hey, open market. Work is work. Um, <laughs> you got it. Let's move on to the rankings update. The first uh, official committee rankings came out last, this week. And uh, we just want to give them to you. These are the first ones. Ohio State will move down after this week. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I wouldn't be doing this if you didn't put <laughs> all know. your weight behind Ohio State. <laughs> um, LSU at two. Alabama at three. Penn State at four. That's your top four. Clemson on the outside looking in at five. Then Georgia at six. Oregon and Utah Couple pack twelve teams there, Oklahoma and Florida round out the top ten. So Oregon, Oregon actually, I was watching that that uh, you know revealing, and I think Oregon's looking nice. I think they're at like a thirty, was it a thirty three percent chance, or it was like it was yeah. over a quarter to make it into the college football playoffs. Obviously, that's dependent on winning out and then also yeah. having some dominoes fall um, in front of you, but yeah. thirty like or close to thirty percent chance to make it in to the playoffs that. That gives, I would assume, Ducks fans some oh, excitement. Oh, no. Oh, don't put Bales as a Duck fan now. Because he's looking at that number nine spot, and he's all sorts of upset. He sees number nine, and he's like, Oh, you're going to have oh, my suitors down there at nine? Oh, oh no, down there on, at nine? Hold on. Oklahoma's a good effing football team. <laughs> but that doesn't take away Jalen Jalen Hurts' Heisman Trophy. That's a personal award. That's what I'm... That's what I'm backing. <laughs> Did I watch the Ducks in full last weekend against SC? Yeah, they ran them down the throat. They ran them down Inglewood Boulevard. Uh, literally. Uh, here's two things, though. One, Dan Mullins, athletic director at the University of Oregon, is on the C college football playoff committee. Yeah. Sketchy? What? Anyone? I believe they get taken out of consideration for 
if one of their but he's friends with everybody on the committee i'm gonna go to my second this is a political show there's a political committee they've done it every year that they've been been doing this so far my second point there are the two college football playoff games uh this year one is the cotton bowl and the other one just so happens to be the Fiesta Bowl, mm. which is right down yonder. Ooh, right in your backyard. So if the Ducks make it, Ooh, what? Hey, that that oh. that story, that IG story is going to be dynamite, Liddy. I have never been to a bowl game. It has been my dream to go to a bowl game. If it were the Ducks in a playoff semifinal, that would. That would take the cake. That yeah, would that take would be pretty good. Off. That would be cool. Speaking Fiesta of good Bowl. games, speaking Woo! of big games, we got Bama and LSU this weekend. Looks like uh, Tua is working his way towards playing, so they they're pretty confident. Alabama is that Tua will be back. Joe Burrow. <sighs> is there an S there? I think it's Burrow. Is it Burrow or Burrows? No, Burrow no sounds wrong. Okay. Yeah. No Burrow and Tua, the old rivalry. Who you got? What do we think? PTO's, PTO's picks. I'm oh, going to remove myself. Oh, okay, that's fine. That's fine. Maybe we'll just talk about our PTO's picks. So stay I'm tuned taking for that. I'm taking LSU. I'm taking LSU. Stay tuned for our picks <laughs> about this game. For, for PTO's picks. We'll talk about the game then. They're going to run train on that ass. Okay. We right move now. on to college basketball where uh, we've got another cheating story. Memphis's James Wiseman ruled ineligible by the NCAA. However, he will play tonight. So uh, tomorrow, go either you'll know how he did or go take a look at how he did in last night's game as you listen to this on Saturday. Because he will be able to play because a restraining order was put on um, this decision by the courts down there in Memphis. Um, which, I don't know. I don't know the politics of the NCAA. But it basically withholds and blocks the decision to make him ineligible and allows him to play. This is what happened. The head coach. And oh no, I'm blanking on his name. Uh... Penny Hardaway. Yeah, thank you. Jeez. Um, <laughs> my, next, my next sentence was going to be super famous. Um, Penny Hardaway is paid like over $11,000 to help Wiseman and his family move to Memphis so that he could, like, I don't know, be closer. That was back in 2018, back in 2008, and that Penny was yeah, also an AAU coach. Yeah, when he's recruiting him. Penny had no idea how, he was going to be a Memphis is, head coach. This is how Memphis. Yes, he did. No, he had no idea. This is how Memphis said this is okay. They they claimed that uh, Penny Hardaway is a booster for Memphis. How are you still a booster if you're the head coach? This is absolute garbage. This is as sketchy as it gets. I mean, I feel like this stuff goes hey, on. You move over there. I'll keep coaching you in AAU. Then once I get the job, because I've already been actively looking for head coaching jobs. Yes, he was. In you, come, you come play for me. And he was an AAU coach. He was an actively looking to be a head coach. 
Yeah. And has been for a while. Yeah. Subjective. <sighs> this is filthy. Yeah. This is you know, curveball crooked. James you know, Wiseman was going to be a problem. This is number seven crooked. Yeah. You know Penny Hardaway <laughs> was in the movie Blue Chips with Nick Nolte and Shaquille O'Neal? That's probably where he got that money. I'm probably, he probably got the idea from the movie he played in. Yeah. If you two <laughs> haven't seen Blue Chips, I think me and Smooth watched it at the cabin. We did. Walsh, I want you to watch Blue Chips. I think you would really, really enjoy it. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll get on that. Just as the Memphis Tigers are all over, is that, who is that? UIC? UIC, I believe the game went final here. I think it actually finaled out at, uh, let's see here, pop, pop, pop. 92 to 46, and Wiseman had 17 points, 9 rebounds. It's such a shame we can't see this guy this year. That'll be that'll be a great last game for him. <laughs> He's supposed to come to the PKI, which I have tickets for on Tuesday. I was so pissed. Nate, Nate Dog hit me hey. up. He's like, Weissman's not playing. And I'm like, you, God. <laughs> you better hope those Memphis courts kick it into overtime. Golly. Um, we, moving on to the NHL, we just want to send uh, you know some thoughts to to uh, Brian Little. He plays for the, what do we get? Winnipeg, Winnipeg Jets. Winnipeg Jets in the NHL. He was hit in the ear by his teammate, a teammate slap shot. Hit in the ear. You guys know the helmets does not. Some of the helmets don't cover the ear. I think some do. Um, his did not. He was in the hospital at least yesterday. I don't know if he still is, but he needed twenty-five to thirty stitches. That's scary. Around his ear to close what they called the wound. Ugh. I get. I that's, that makes that honestly that gives me like the chills. That gives me like the heebie-jeebies. He probably like tore probably a good portion of his ear off. Ah! I feel like twenty five stitches to get like. I don't like that's, know. that's what I was thinking. That's kind of why I put this story on here because like where do twenty five to thirty stitches even go in that to area? Put that thing back on. Probably it'd have to be. Yeah. Oh, it's probably flopping around. Yeah. Like uh, what else could it be? You guys remember uh, Pineapple Express where he, he gets the yes. part of his ear shot off? I hate that. <laughs> I hate that part. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but thoughts to that guy. And good on you for your toughness. Now, I'm going to throw it to Smooth, and he's going to tell us about the President's Cup. Yeah. Going to the exact opposite sport, uh, golf, <laughs> where the President's Cup is coming up. And for those who don't know, the President's Cup is the United States for golfers versus an international team made up of four golfers. Um, anywhere in the world except for Europe. So again, the President's Cup is the U.S. versus the world excluding Europe. And then some another famous or familiar golf tournament, uh, the Ryder Cup is the USA versus Europe. So that's kind of how they split up everything. But this year, uh, U.S. Captain Tiger Woods yep. um, finaled his picks. Uh, U.S. team looking like Tony Fee now. Ah. Somehow we got stuck with Patrick Reed. No. Love Gary Woodland, no. but then Tiger picked himself, which I love as well. Uh, as he should. Yes. As he should. Give the international team, and then we'll... Uh, international team. Sung J.M., uh, Joe Quinn Neiman, Adam Hadwin, and Jason Day. So solid international team as well, uh, but Patrick yeah. Reed. And apparently we're sending our JVs. Yeah. I do know that uh, Kepka's hurt. Where's and, Ricky? And I believe... Um, Johnson? David Justin? Yeah, I think he's hurt too. So those two are hurt. <laughs> uh, Ricky was not, he was like the next up. 
next up. So hopefully, hopefully, maybe Patrick Reed, not, nothing too serious, just like a bad ankle roll, or his wife tells him he's not allowed to play with his friends, and Ricky ends up in that four. Um, but Ricky, I, I guess I heard why Ricky wasn't chosen, and Patrick Reed was. Why? Ricky is Ricky got married after the season ended, so he hasn't played what? since the since the what's the cup the FedEx Cup. Okay with that. He has okay not. He that. has not played. Um, so shout, shout out to Ricky on that on that uh, that win. He got one major win after the FedEx Cup. Oh, I love it. And as soon as he said Ricky getting married, I saw Bales' face perk he up. And he started, up a little bit. He started he typing. Was, so. he, he was basically asleep until yeah. I said Ricky got married. Um, but yeah, we're sending our JV. So hopefully the uh, hopefully the Ryder Cup will be better. Yeah. Bales, how's she looking? Before he gets to say anything horrible. We go to recess! If we played them ten times, they might win nine. But not this game. This is your time. Oh boy, is this great! Welcome to the show where everything's made up and the points don't matter. Alright, this week uh, we play a game we have not played very often. Only a couple times, if I can remember. So this will be new for many of you. It's called Witness Protection. Here's how you play. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. <laughs> what are you looking over there? That was the last time we played it. The last time we played it. Okay, this, this is episode 88. The last time we played it was episode 16, where we... That, time, <laughs> that episode title is John Raymond Smythe. Do you remember what happened... J.R. Smith screwed up in the finals, <laughs> screwed LeBron out of a championship, and so we had to put him in witness protection. So you can kind of get the context of the game from that. Basically, this is people who are in danger of their city revolting against them, and they got to go to witness protection. So we're going to set up their lives in witness protection for them. We are the FBI. We are the... the uh, the law enforcement agency. The Guardian Angels. The Guardian Angels. This week, we put Freddy Thick Kitchens <laughs> in witness protection. We must help this man because Cleveland is, they're close. It, it's it's going to be right an all-out brawl. There's going to be mayhem in the streets. It is November. Remember, remember the fifth of no, the eighth of November, as Freddie Kitchens gets attacked. Before that happens, we take him away. Mm -hmm. um, so Freddie Kitchens going into witness protection. Let's let's. What's this guy's life like? We're just gonna. The three of us are just gonna. Let's do this. You his ready? name's Dan. His name's Dan. Dan? Dan, you think you think he's a Dan? Develop that. Develop it. Dan, Dan. what? He's gotta he's gotta have a nickname. You don't go from nickname to no nickname. So he has to have a nickname? I think he's gotta have a little you know, a thick in there. Here doesn't we, here we to, go. No, doesn't have to be thick, but something along those lines. So let let me let me let me put throw out a job that could potentially develop the name. So I'm thinking about what Freddie might be able to do, and I think he. This is a little on no, the nose. No, Dan. This is what Dan's gonna do. This is not what Freddie's gonna. This do. This is what Dan could possibly do. 
I just went to Roxy's Island Grill. No ads today. But you know that they always have two people just slaving back there, like cutting up the food, like all sweaty and stuff. The cook. That's exactly what I was thinking. Do big greasy cook. But I think it's a burger joint. Okay. He's working back there. Just enough so you can see him. Like through the through oh, the yeah. slots, you know. Yeah, and you see the hand just like exactly. slide the plate over. Ding order. This up. is he's a diner cook. Yes, I uh, part time. He has two part time jobs. Golf pro at like a oh, he's not a golf pro. <laughs> sort of like a red tail sort of facility. That's way My. too nice of a job for witness protection. That's in the red that's tail? in the line limelight. He can go. Maybe he'll fix the carts. As little as he can, he can maybe drive the cart and pick up the the Golf range balls. <laughs> he's picking. He's driving the range ball cart, but he can't be working with the people. No, somebody's okay, gonna recognize. Hey, weren't you a Browns coach at some point? And then we're gonna have to do this all over again. You cost me some money. <laughs> no, I'm Dan Langford, head chef. At, at Sherry's Hawaiian. restaurant, but they call at him. You got, but everybody calls him Danny. Dan Langford. Yep. Yep. Keep Dan it on Langford. the DL. Keep it on the DL. Danny the spatula. Dan Danny the spatula Langford. People used to call me D Lang. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my close friends call me. <laughs> if you know the regulars, the regulars at the diner, they call him D Lang. Gives them the pistol. Peter as he's walking out. Everybody else, they call him the spatula. Yeah. I like it. How was that? <laughs> is is uh is Dan Mo- is Dan Langford wearing a hairnet? Is he wearing the chef's hat? Is he oh, is no, he not following the rules? Is he is he going free hair back there? He's free he's hair with a- the sm- he, I mean he's got the bald so yeah. he's got the he's just got the apron on. There you go. He's wearing a ball cap. Ball mm. cap, I like it. He goes he goes backwards ball cap. No front never goes front, always back. Okay, that leads us that leads us right into it. Who's he a fan of? Where is he? So we've got his name, we've got his job. Where are we sending him? Because that's gonna tell us who whose hat he's wearing. He does look like look like a pos. You can't send him. You know, he's in Ohio now. It's got to be away from there. Can't be mainland America. When I think of pos, I like that. I like a Hawaii for him. Roxy's Island Grill. We want to send him to to Hawaii. I was going to say thinking of a POS uh, organization. I was thinking of the Raiders. Whoa! He's not going to work for another NFL team. It doesn't make a whole bunch of sense. He's not working for another NFL team. Oh, that's who he's a fan of. That's fine. He's in Hawaii. But we've required him to be a Raiders fan. Uh, Just like somebody required Smoove to be a Raiders fan. Who knows? It happens. Probably John. John called him up. So we still smooth. I need you on our bandwagon. Uh, So we got him in Hawaii. We got him with the backwards Raider hat. Oh yeah. Uh, What's what to do after work? After he gets done with the uh, the chefing and the golf cart picking up. So range balls. So we've got Danny the Spatula Langford in Hawaii, one of the small islands. He's a Raiders fan. And he works two part-time jobs as the man driving the cart to pick up the range balls and the chef. After work, so post-work, we've got him. I think he, he's, he's a big movie guy. Big movie buff. And he's a big Mai Tais guy. 
my ties. Maybe he likes the um, the the he sneaks in my ties into the movies for his his movie critique blog mm. that he writes. He That's his, his fun. That's what he, he gets, pours his heart into. And that he always and orders. Or he his, always or orders wife. double. He always orders double my ties. It's never a single. No. I'm going to order one for the wife, but he doesn't have a... Does he have a wife? He pretends yes, to have a... Yes, I looked her up. I looked her up. No <laughs> not, joke. Her not Freddie. Does no. Danny... Fred, okay, real quick. Freddie Kitchens... Sidetrack. Freddie Kitchens' wife... Get this. Ginger Kitchens. No, is her no, name Ginger Kitchens? I'm not kidding. That's her name. Oh, yes. Love it. <laughs> Love it. She can okay, stay. So, okay, okay, so here we go. Here we go. He t- he gets to take his family. Ginger He's Langer. not alone. He hasn't done enough damage to be to be forced to be alone. Uh-huh. So Ginger a, Kitchens moves on. Her name is okay. His name. Her name is changed to Marianne Langford. Okay. You know I, I'm going with this. No. no. You know I'm going with this. No. Isn't isn't it Ginger and Marianne in Gilligan's Island? Ooh, I couldn't tell you. Bales. Confirmation? Fact check that. Fact check that. Um, I like the two, developing, though. His two, his two daughters, they get to keep their first names, just change the last name. Yes. We're not even going to get into that. Yeah, Ginger and Marianne confirmed. Boom. Boom. Marianne Langford. Dro- welcome to your new name. Dropped it. I got... Connect that. I got... Do you mind if I jump in with another hobby real quick? Yeah, do yes. After whatever. So... What's his name? I keep on wanting to say Romeo Langford. Danny Langford. <laughs> Danny Langford. No, not Danny. Dan Langford. Dan. Nah, Dan. I like Danny. Whatever. He's Danny in the diner. DL. Dan's for at home. Danny in so the diner. He he comes across as just, I mean, after being absolutely absolutely embarrassed in Cleveland and exiled to Hawaii, this guy's got a lot of pent up rage, and he's gonna have to learn how to breathe. He doesn't. He's a cook, so he doesn't make too much money. So on a budget, I actually just had a conversation with the gentleman I was purchasing alcohol from this week. I was like, hey, what are you doing this weekend? Just making conversation. Sounds like an exciting time. Yeah. Yes. I actually found out something. He belongs to an archery club. It's $100 a year, and you get to shoot as many arrows as you want. That's and a he steal. Was, that's what I was saying. So it's cheap. So it works twofold. It's cheap. He can belong to an archery club. Only for $100, you can just go out there. And clear your mind, but yeah. work on your breathing, calm yourself oh, yeah. down, be at one with the world, and just shoot some arrows. You know he's throwing up pictures of Baker, to right there, just, <laughs> the dog pound, just right, right to the nose. O- so we Odell. Got Odell. <laughs> what car does he drive? Let's, let's just pick up Dan's car. He's got the family, so he's got to have room for at least three yep. others. Yep. Minivan. Windstar. Wind he's got to go to the. He's got to go to the had a Windstar. <laughs> he's got to go to the cash and carry. Any restaurant chef is the one who's in charge of getting materials. They're going to cash and carry, yep. cash and go, cash to go, buying in bulk <laughs> the BS food that he's cooking. Nice. I like, I like that. that. Okay. I like it. All right. Maybe an old school Sierra. Mi- what hey, color? Hey, Sienna. Hey. What, what? What are they Sienna. called? Toyota Sienna. Is that a car? Forest Green. Hey, Forest Green, Mini Van Dan. Mini Van Dan in the diner. Mm. Mini Van Dan in the diner. Mini Van Dan from the diner. He's driving the Toyota Mini Van. Most likely 
Most likely Sienna. Yep. Okay. Most likely. Uh, what are we thinking? Two thousand five. Yeah. No double digits. Two thousand five. Okay. Two thousand five Toyota Sienna. Um, Real basic dials Raiders on the dash. Fan. No, no screen. Yeah. Just basic dials on the dash. Did not getting the technology package. Okay, so we're gonna let's recap this. Now that we've got his life all wrapped up, we're just gotta recap it and give everybody the picture. Name. Dan, Dan and Marianne. Dan and the Spatula. Dan Langford. Dan the Spatula Langford, or DL to to his good friend D Lang. D Lang. Good friend. D Lang. Nope. <laughs> Absolutely not that. Uh, D Lang to his friends. His wife Marianne Langford and his daughters are the Lang- Langford daughters, but they get to keep their first names. He's in the smallest island of Hawaii. Yes. His job. He has. He is a part time. Range ball picker upper and chef. Mm-hmm. Um, car. We just discussed this 2005 Toyota Sienna. Forest Green. Yep. Went over his family already. You know he's wearing he's wearing uh, a lot of sandals. So we got that down. A lot of what? What's the op? Is it Ocean Pacific? What's that brand? I feel. I you guys know never like they're this. like swim swimsuits. I used to have one when I was little. Op. Uh, Oshkosh Bagosh. Ocean know. Pacific. I don't know. I don't know. But he's wearing swim trunks and sandals. Kahula, Hawaii. Yeah. Sure, whatever you just said. That's the smallest Uh, island in Hawaii. Okay. Hobbies. We've got he blogs as a movie critic. Mm -hmm. Drinks a lot of Mai Tais. Mm -hmm. Archery. Yes. Double Mai Tais. Double Mai Tais and archery. Double Mai Tais on the range. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's about to get fired from the range (laughs) job. Um, fandoms. He's a Raiders fan. Yep. And uh, any other any other fa- fandoms we want to throw at him, or is he just pure fighting looks? rainbows? He's a he's a home. Okay. He's, and, he's a, a, and he's a fighting rainbows fan. Yeah. Are they the fighting rainbows? I don't. I, I made that up. I have no idea. Hawaii rainbows. Rainbow, warriors. Rain, warrior. Warriors. Rainbow warriors. Warriors. No, just warriors. Okay. With the rainbow though. I've never seen the rainbow. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. Fact check. You don't see the rainbow. You taste the rainbow. No ads. Boom. That is Freddie Thick Kitchen's new life. You're welcome for for keeping such good care, taking such good care of you. We we did the hard work for you. Yeah. No one's gonna even know who you are, and that's what you want because Cleveland's about to murder you. And that's recess. We move on to one thing and a winner. I only got one thing to say to you. You had one job. Just the one. Because I win. This is bullshit. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Just one thing. You stick to that and everything else don't mean shit. I hope I win. All right, let's hit it. One thing and a winner. A little review from week nine. Um, Bale, six and eight. Wrong yeah. direction. What? Any words for yourself? No, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Good, good, good one encouragement. Game, one, one game below 500. Not bad. Um, myself, eight and six. It's one week. We'll pick it up, pick it up, just figure it out. Smooth. Mm. Nine and five. Ooh, is that my second week on top? Back consecutive weeks? Pro- probably the only, yeah. The <laughs> two, two weeks that you've ever won. <laughs> yeah. Back to back. It's hey. not bad. Keep hey. it rolling. Trending in the right direction. Keep it rolling, but you're, uh, I, you're, 
getting a little overconfident, I Baker. Am. I hey hey I know this is it's a short time on top so I'm making the most out of it. <laughs> That's a real Freddy Kitchens move. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but uh, that excuse me. Mediocrity settling for the Jeff Fisher. Um, <laughs> uh, that's week nine, and our picks eh, not a great week. Week ten, we're gonna get after it, even though this first game was a little rough for Bales and I. The Charger, the Bale Smooth matchup goes to Smooth's Raiders. You take, I mean, uh, after we missed that PAT, I was like, this is how we lose. They're just going to storm <laughs> right lose. down the field and just kick the field goal, and we're going to lose by one. Little did you know that actually the, the Chargers, they traded Phillip Rivers for... Yeah, for Ryan Fitzpatrick last night. And the bad Ryan Fitzpatrick was actually playing for the Chargers. Oh, there you go. I refuse to believe that that was Phillip Rivers. He, we were just talking about... I'm going to let Bales go on this. That was atrocious. Uh, I think last night I uh, I quit the NFL. I believe that's what you wow. said in the text. The whole thing. For the, for, for the remainder of the year. I think... I think what's going to happen... Well, you know, I'm still going to watch every game. But I think I, I've lost all hope. Uh, and I'm looking to see where we land in the uh, in the in the NFL draft. What what slot we're getting? Oh, just because just because I want to know what quarterback we're gonna get to take over for this piss hand. I'm glad you said that because this was my take. I was se- severely upset with it was actually Philip Rivers that was playing for the Chargers. Uh, at this point, how is he different than Eli? The, Ooh, amount, of, the amount of heat that Eli got. Playing behind a bad offensive line, and now Philip gets a bad offensive line. Eli, everyone was saying, "Oh, he's got pieces around him." Well, Philip's definitely got that. Philip Rivers is Eli. All the heat Eli Manning was getting in the past couple seasons. That's Philip Rivers li- right now. I think the lights in Oakland shook him up a little bit. I think he was like, kind of yeah. like. Oh, he, this is my this is my last one at the Coliseum. He is low key another Cam Newton. Who everyone just loves to protect. Everything is always somebody else's fault. No, Phil, that was on you, buddy. What we were just talking before pre-pod, uh, the way he dropped back. It looks choppy. He looks nervous. It doesn't Dude. look smooth. No. His footwork looks terrible, and he dropped. I feel like it, he's just so slow moving. You could just watch. You could watch. Oakland's defense just collapsed around him and just swallow him. Inaccurate, bad decisions, mm-hmm. just that last that horrible. last minute and a half really pissed me off. The whole game pissed me off. I I basically like I I was in class. I had the game on mute. Watched it during class. Rushed home in record time. Got home and basically sat there in piss poor disbelief, knowing that wow that, that was atrocious. Yeah. Sorry it happened to you. Sorry it happened to you. Hey. You, know what, you know what also made me upset? They get down inside the five, first and three <laughs> from the goal. How is it that you run three plays and none of them have Keenan Allen even on the field? I hate the Chargers. I'm sorry, Bales. I hate them after last I night. Love, I love Hunter Henry. I don't know why Hunter Henry didn't get ten targets last night. Uh, because every time he did, Phillip threw a pick. 
Oh my god. Let's move on from games that have happened to games that are coming up, starting with the Giants at the Jets. Giants two and seven. Jets one and seven. The Giants are good two and seven. The Jets are a bad one and seven. So we all took the Giants. Falcons one and seven at Saints seven and one. Check the records. We all we took all, the Saints. Yeah, we all are taking that. Let's move on. Chiefs six and three at Titans four and five. Mahomes will be back, and Malcolm Butler will be out for the Titans since he broke his wrist and headed to IR. So a depleted Titans secondary. Patrick Mahomes back. Tyree Kill at the top of his powers. Yeah, we're all gonna take the Chiefs. I heard this today, going back to that play where Tyree Kill ran down the running back. I believe yeah. it was Damian Williams. Correct. You know, Damian Williams was saying, like, oh, I think I'm the fastest chief. And Tyreek was like, I chase him down to prove him wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what Ty- what Damian Williams' 40 time is? What? 4-4. Four, four. Damian Williams runs a 4-4. Four, four. What the hell does Tyreek run? Exactly. Dude, you could tell he the exact... He down by, like, 10... He, he covered 10 yards. He was jogged when Tyreek was, like, run. It looked like he was running. He was... Following along with the the cornerback, uh, and then you can tell the exact second where he decides to like put on the afterburners and like actually really run. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is another speed. This is the yeah. NOS speed. What the hell does he run? I don't know. That that was remarkable. Um, but yeah, we all took the Chiefs. Ravens six and two at Bengals zero and eight. I believe this game will be quicker or quicker closer. Then people, then people think, but we're all going to take the Ravens. They're going to pull it out. They're going to figure it out. A.J. Green, he had a step back on his ankle. He is now out indefinitely. I believe that he didn't really have a setback. He is just pissed at the Bengals. Remember, he said, if you're not going to pay me, then let me go. I think they're, they're trying to make sure he doesn't get hurt again, trying to get as much back for him in the offseason. Let the big cat out of the zoo. Yep. I also want to do have a take on Lamar Jackson. Mm. I wanted to get your guys' opinions on. Yes, he is good. Here's my thing, though. He's the GOAT. He hasn't I'm... proven anyone wrong yet. No, no. Everything he that he's done is what everyone knew he could already do. Everything he hasn't done are all the questions that people already had and still have. I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, he came in and everyone was like, yeah, he's an incredible athlete, a great runner. He's developing who's, a, who's a, a game changer with his feet. Mm-hmm. And he can throw the short stuff, the easy wide open things. But when you have to ask him to make the hard throws in the seam against tight windows, that we don't know he can do that he's still. He hasn't had to do it. I think he's still developing. That's my problem. I agree. I'm not saying he's a great pocket passer or anything like that, but I think he is developing with... His his arm is developing and his confidence is as well. And I think Hardbaugh is the right uh, leader and yeah. coach to to get the best out of him. Yeah, I just think people are getting way too high on Lamar and the Ravens. They have a one way that they got they need the game to go to win. Control the running game. Control. They have to control everything. And if they don't, they're not going to be able to win. So I, I don't know. I just everybody. I think everybody needs to pump the brakes on Lamar Jackson because. It's going to be rough when it all comes back down. If it all comes back down. If. You're right. If. if. <laughs> um, I said we all took the Ravens, right? Yep. Smart. You did. 
Bills six and two at Browns two and six. Uh, ah. <laughs> let's talk, let's talk ah. some storylines before we get to the picks. <laughs> Browns cut defensive back Jermaine Whitehead after social media rants. So for those who missed this, after their la- their loss to the Broncos, Jermaine Whitehead went on uh, on social media and clapped back at people going against him. Bop 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 bop. Um, that involved some racial slurs. Can't do that. Threats of murder. Can't do that either. Um, and just general extreme hostility. I'm just going to go out and say this, that anytime you're angry and feel like posting any sort of rant, show me the one time a good rant has ever gotten anybody anything. Yeah, especially when it incurs, uh, includes... At your employer. Threats and racial slurs. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's not going to work. Yeah, that's not going to be how you want that <laughs> That's to not going to work. So he gone. Um, now, second story. Mm. Let's talk about uh, Shavegate. Shavegate. Baker Ooh. Mayfield shaved twice by the time he got from the time he got to the stadium to the time he left. <laughs> he says so we got a little clarification. He says that the handlebar mustache that he was rocking during the game is a good luck charm for the for for him. He says he's never lost with it. Don't know if I believe that. And so he shaved it off after the game because they lost. And he didn't deserve it. What a loser. Here's my thing. Just stop. That's not even your thing. Dude, just stop. Yeah. Like, you know, I know, like, you shouldn't expect NFL players to think of the game 24-7. But you just lost. Yeah. You know, you have to know how that's going to look. Dude. You're the quarterback. You're creating headlines and storylines that don't need to be created. Exactly. It's just like there's so many, so many things to think about. You're helping people come up with more things to ask you about at the podium. You're giving the BNP more material, so thank you, but please stop at the yeah, same time. Just, yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. Come on. No one likes to see that. That's why we all took the bills. Storylines. Better than the game. Yes. That's the problem with the Browns right now. About the uh, little Cardinals at Buccaneers. Mm. Cardinals 3-5-1 and one against the 2-6 and six Bucks. Wow. Ah. Never did I think this would happen. Ah. That I would be the one out on the island flying high with the birds in Kyler Murray. You know, the Bucks have a very good run defense. Cardinals run the ball very well. The Cardinals don't throw the ball that well. The Bucks don't defend the pass all that well. One something's got to give. I think it's the Cardinals. It's the Bruce Arians revenge game. That's what it is. I'm like I'm following Bales on this. So you guys took the Bucks. Give me a reason. Just just Bruce Arians and his revenge just game. Said. That's it. Yes. There's no tactical reason that you got. My my the the Mike Evans connection was scarier and more real than I thought when I was watching it last week against Seattle. Uh, Mike Evans is still a very good wide receiver. That's Chris Peterson. Godwin is still a very good wide receiver. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to roll with the Cardinals. Roll with the Cardinals. Um, I think they're the better of two mediocre, lower mediocre teams. Lions, 3-4-1 and one at Bears, 3-5. and five. Bales, you are sticking with, you're sticking with Mitch even though he can't even handle the TVs being on? I low-key... Re- hey, I, low I respect the Bears. 
And I have. I've talked about the Bears the last multiple seasons. You respect the Bears or you respect Bears? Because one of those deserves respect and one doesn't. I said I respect the Bears. Like Grizzlies. Were Were you one of the fans that voted Mitchell Trubisky into the Pro Bowl last year? No. Was that you? No, 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 no. Are you no, sure? No. I'm very sure. <laughs> I am 100% sure. I'm pretty I like sure I web- found burner accounts of you <laughs> saying Mitch for MVP. I like all the weapons in, in Chicago. Uh, and I'm going to stand by that until they lose some of those weapons to other teams. All right. Well, Smoove and I are going to be out here looking out for weapons pointed at Mitch because it's going so poorly. We're going to take the Lions. Yes. I'm going to take them. You know, they, they've been playing over their heads all season, and I think they continue that. The Bears don't have a strong offensive line. That is the strength of the Lions defense. Matt Stafford looking great. Um, and, yeah, no, I, just, I'm, I'm ha- I have an increased uh, confidence in Matt Stafford yeah. throughout the season. He's playing well, playing good football, and, again, the Lions should not be ah, – well, I guess they are 3-4-1. But again, that record could definitely be uh, look completely different if a couple field goals and, and calls go different ways. We're taking the pride of Lions over the Bears. Yes. Oh my. Bears don't run together. Yeah. They're liners. Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins one and seven at Colts five and three. Let's all get back together. Hey, we're family here on the BN podcast. Why we all take the Colts? Yes. But remember, the, Colts are, the Colts are a secretly good football team. They're a secretly good team, and um, um, Brissett will be a game-time decision. But they know that now. So Hoyer gets – Hoyer was paid a lot of money to be a backup there. He's There's not, a reason for it. He's not just your average backup no. quarterback. Hoyer is a solid – Yeah, solid, solid backup. Top, top two backup. Yep. Um, let's just – a little fantasy note. Dolphins running back Mark Walton suspended four games for substance abuse. Um, that gives you guys like Kalen Balage. Balage. Um, might Ballage. be a starter. You're looking at who's the Washington guy from? Uh, he's a Washington. Oh, I forgot. A I couple years ago. Not last a... year, I think, actually. Who was Washington's running back last year, Bales? The Skins? Nope. The Huskies. Oh. Now you know. It's going to be upset. Start, starts with an A? Oh, his first name started with an A? I... Oh, hold on. This is Ahmed, gonna be, or... We're going to move on, but you guys, we're all going to be upset when the, somebody reads the name. Um, we're going to move on to the Panthers, 5-3, and three, at Packers, 7-2. and two. This should be a good one. Cam went to IR with the, officially with the foot injury. See pretty, pretty much... 90% ends his season. There are ways he can come back, but that's probably not going to happen. Um, so it's a Kyle, Kyle Allen prove it show. And uh, we don't, you know, people attack Kyle Allen after every loss, but, you know, we take the Packers. And what you want out of your backup quarterback is a split, right? To go 50. Like, that's what you're asking him to do is basically yeah. win 50% of the games. He's, he's a serviceable. He's over again, that right now. Again, he's a serviceable quarterback, Not maybe not the franchise quarterback that. Uh, that Cam was once, but he's doing the job he, he's being paid to do. Yeah, absolutely. So we're all going to take the Packers. Um, they're not, they don't have a good run defense, but 
Their secondary is good, so they'll shut down the whole pass game. That way they can deliver everything they got to the run game. Try and shut that down on the Panthers. And you know they're going to come back strong after last week. The Sheriff at home is another quarterback. Yeah. Rams 5-3 and three at Steelers 4-4. Four and four. James Conner will be out for the second week with another shoulder injury. Um, so we all take the Rams. They're coming off a bye week. Sean McVay That's have a easy. bye? That is the, the McVay... Giving McVay an extra week to plan something, especially against uh, Steelers fans it, at Heinz Field, well, this is going to be like a magician show. This it's is ugly. This is the Aaron Donald homecoming also. Back to Heinz Field where he played. Yeah. Uh, he, he went to Pittsburgh, didn't he? Yeah, he went to Pitt. Yeah. Miles so. Gaskin, by the way, is a person. Gaskin. Miles I was going to say it. I didn't want to interrupt in the middle of another game. Preview. Oh, well, I'm a dick, so I did. Mm. You are. But no, Aaron Donald's Bucket. coming home. Fuck it. <laughs> I, th- I think the Rams have a lot going for them, as you guys said, coming off the uh, bye week. Did he just drop an F-bomb at me for no reason? No, I said bucket. Anyway, oh. let's move on. Uh, the Vikings. With a B, like Bales. <laughs> The Vikings 6-3 are playing at Cowboy Stadium uh, against the Cowboys. Uh, they're 5-3. and three. Um, We all took the Cowboys. I'm a little surprised. I had a feeling one of you two would have picked the Vikes. And I think that's one of those games that Walsh wants to switch his pick for this weekend. I forgot about switching my picks. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stick with the Cowboys. This is one I actually I thought I had a good beat on. I had the Vikings picked earlier today at 2 p.m. I looked at the rundown once more, flipped my pick to the Cowboys. I feel the Cowboys at home are nice. Flip, flip. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. Here's a big conversation. They're not elite, but uh, based off uh, success, who's a better quarterback, Dak Prescott or Kirk Cousins? So well, I, wrote, I wrote this question when I saw that Smooth had the Vikings picked. Mm. So I had a little bit more, more heat then. Mm. Um, I'm gonna still go. I'm gonna still go, Kirk. Really, I'm with Dak. He's a more talented quarterback. I think as Who? far as talent, who's a ta- more talented? Talented, Kirk. I'm saying leader and who I'd want of like in in my club or in my locker room. I'm taking Dak. Dak for the intangibles as far as personality and he's he's able to lead men and get along with the front office. And I think he shows a better leadership style or has a better leadership style than Kirk. But I think a I better think he's more quarterback. Talented too, man. Mm. Hey, the floor is yours. I don't know. I just think he's got he, he can run it better than Kirk. Uh, he's got I think he's got better pocket awareness. There are more. He doesn't need the play action pass like Kirk nah. does. Kirk, oh, he needs the play action pass. I think Dak can do both. Um, yeah, may, maybe ball placement I'll give to Kirk, but I'll go arm strength to Dak. So okay, what is that four to five? Yeah. In my mind. <laughs> off the top of my head. Sounds good. I don't know. Just wanted to bring it up. Thielen's also out for this game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that really Amari good Cooper receiver. Has, Amari Cooper has a bruised knee, but supposedly he's going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we all took the Cowboys. You know, I just think that uh, the defensive line for the Cowboys is going to – that defense is going to start to ramp it up. And our last game, Monday Night Football. This is a big one. This is a must-watch. Throw it on mute if you want to. Seahawks seven and two at Forty Niners eight and zero. This surprises me honestly. Um, we all took the Niners. 
Yeah, somebody well, have wait, a, somebody why are you surprised? Re- why are you surprised by that? The Seahawks are playing really well. I was thinking Seahawks first, but and then I remembered how many times I've been burned by the Niners this season, and I was like, you know what? I'm done doing it. I got to roll with them. <laughs> I'm and, done and, doing and it. And you know what? I like the Niners. I don't hate them. Don't much care for Richard Sherman, who did the the whole oh if you didn't believe in us earlier, don't believe in yeah, us now. Stop. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Richard. Because uh, we because you knew you were gonna be like this. <laughs> like I love it when NFL players are like, oh yeah, we're going sixteen and zero. You didn't think that. He didn't. They didn't think they were this good. But anyway, uh, hated that. Like this. Like the Niners. It's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be a close game. Oh yeah, should be a barn burner. Fails. Any reason you let you pick the Niners? Um, I, I'm not gonna say the Bosa family tree, but the Bosa family tree. Uh, I like Nick a lot. The the that guru, the guru is having a hell of a time enjoying this undefeated season. He so deserves far. it. Uh, uh, Emmanuel Sanders' addition is huge. I guess more than a one yard touchdown. Let's see what he can do. And uh, uh, let's see if Seattle has a sack on him. That's what I'm going to say. McGrain? I know McGrain's listening. Mm. Let's see if Seattle has a sack on him. Oh. Let's see if they can him up. And yeah. I hate Seattle. I hate let's, Seattle. Yeah, I didn't want to hit a nerve, but, yep. So I we'll end it there. We'll end it there. This is Controversial Episode 88. Yeah! Can't end it any better than that. That's, that's our picks. For the week. That's one thing in a winner. There you go. And now for your money-making opportunities, here's PTO's picks. La, la, yeah. la, la, wait till I give my money right. This table's hot. I want some of this money. Get me in this game. Come on. <laughs> Have you ever seen this much cash in your entire life? Gambling. Who's anything about gambling? It's not gambling when you know you're going to win. Thank you, at Wash Disney, for that introduction. This is PTO's Picks, where I make the picks and you, every week, make the money. Last week, we took the Baltimore Ravens plus three. We got the points, plus three, at the New England Patriots. And boy, did that pay off. Huge Baltimore win in New England. Shocked the world. This week, we're going LSU plus six at Alabama. LSU's defense has been a bit of a mystery this season, and it'll come back to bite the Tigers on Saturday. They're tied for 7th in, in the SEC in opponents' passing plays of 20 or more yards with 23, which will be a killer on Saturday afternoon against the Crimson Tide passing attack that has made a living with big plays. Auburn's defense... Defense had success against LS, against the LSU offense 
uh, offensive line two weeks ago uh, and gave Saban a blueprint on how to attack Burrow and the offense. I'll put my money on the combination of Saban and their offense. However, I like the Tigers to cover the six points at Walsh Disney. Give me the Auburn Tigers plus six. I think they're going to lose. I hope they're going to win. But give me the Tigers plus six. They cover the spread, and we make money this weekend. All right. Lock it in. Lock it in. Thank you. At at St. Bales (laughs) is locking that in. I am all over that. So you're taking the plus six, but you think Bama will win and they cover? Or you got LSU straight up? I might even buy a half point. I might even want to go to. I might even want to go to six and a half just to be safe. Um, <laughs> uh, just to be a, a. And there's the bold. There's the bold. Peasant, a, a peasant gambler, but uh, uh, yes, LSU is going to win this football game. I know that for a fact. Love it. Hey, I'm taking LSU too. I love it. Throw the money down, people. It's locked. Our last thing that we want to do, we want to talk some bold nonsense fantasy football league. Mm. Oh. No one cares! But y'all don't say that. I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. There you go. Thank you, sir. There you go. There you go. There you go. Okay, let's talk about the league, the heavy artillery league. We're each going to cover one game. I'm going to talk about business is booming. Uh, against hit them where it hurts right now. Business is booming, fifty-three percent chance to win. We're just gonna—I just want to give one person from the bench uh, that might consider starting. And remember that it is the biggest bye week of the season. Um, so a lot of these people, like uh, both of them, have one person on their bench that they could possibly play. Business is booming. You have Josh Allen going up against Cleveland. I would start him over Matt Ryan going up against New Orleans. Strong defense. Uh, I think there is pick potential for Matt Ryan. So that's what I would do for business is booming. Hit him where it hurts. All you've got on your bench is Ty Johnson. Stay pat and hope. I'm going to take business is booming. I am going to review BBB and BDE versus... Uh, shoddy scubs, overwhelming favorite uh, shoddy scubs. Um, looking at an 89% win chance here right now. You had just aforementioned, boom, big word. Um, a uh, a lot. This is this is a big bye week, and it looks like BBB and BDE is is getting the brunt of it with one, two, three, four. Five players on by and another on IR. His team is actually <laughs> actually being demolished right now. So as far as suggestions, I have none for you. Uh, you're gonna just take the L this week. Gracefully, uh, gracefully take it. Gracefully take it. Shoddy Scubs, congratulations. And we're gonna move on to the uh, the number seven host with the most versus the number three PTO. My two co-hosts sitting next to each other over in the Northwest, playing each other. Uh, right Seven's now, it's currently... <laughs> PTO is currently going to win by 29 points, even though Host with the Most is currently up by 19.8. Uh, how do we change this? Let me just say this. At PTO, God, you could do a lot of cool things, man. You got some guys on your bench that are waiting to play. 
Calvin Ridley, I think, is the man you need to swap in there, put in your starting lineup, and make something happen with the Magic, even though he's on a 1-7 Falcons team. Host with the most, you don't have much hope. <laughs> but what you do have... Damn, you got hit. Ah, I really like Tariq Cohen. I really do. I don't like the projection. It's a piss-poor number. <laughs> if I needed to go a number two projection for you, host with the most... I'd probably say Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson is the number one for the New York Jets. Sam Darnold getting back into the groove. It's basically a home game for him. It actually is a home game for him. Uh, Officially a home game for him. Against the New York Giants. Um, Man, I'd stick with Robbie. Put Robbie in there. Let me see. Hmm. Okay, I'll do it. Jesus. Point taken. Yeah, I don't... You want me to play Robbie? Well, you screwed it up with playing Tyrell Williams, so you have no hope, brother. That's all I'm saying. Sorry. Everybody, don't play Tyrell Williams, I guess, (laughs) if if you're listening to this. And play Robbie Anderson. Okay, that's Bold Nonsense Fantasy Fantasy Football League, and that is really all we got for episode 8. Real quick, hey, real quick, don't try and ignore it. The 6-8 game. The smartest idiots are projected to win by 21 against Wisconsin... Against Wisconsin's finest win sanity. Okay. Hey, nice That's job. That's all I'm saying. All right. That is saying. Bold Nonsense Fantasy Football League Talk. That is it for episode 88. Uh, make sure, hit us up. Twitter, bold underscore nonsense. Instagram, bold dot nonsense. That's where you get to us for talking nonsense. That new segment we got. And uh, you can always email us for talking nonsense or really anything that you want to get off your chest. Email us at... Bold Nonsense Podcast at gmail.com. Yep. Expect the shows Saturdays where your weekend listen. Find it. iTunes, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, any of that stuff. Help us out by giving us a subscribe, a rate, a review. You can also review questions for us. Put them in the review for Talking Nonsense. Do that on iTunes. It helps us out. All right. Let's get out of here. Say bye to the people. I love the census. I love you all. Uh, have a wonderful weekend. I hope you woke up in the right state of mind with the Bold Nonsense Podcast. And we thank you from the bottom of our hearts for always sticking with us no matter what. No matter what BS I'm saying, no matter what BS Walsh is saying, no matter what BS Smooth is saying. Thank you very much. Cheers from the desert. I'm at Still Smooth. Much love. Continue to hit us on Instagram with our DMs. We love the interactions. Keep them coming. I'm at Walt Disney. If you love it, then love us. Thank you for listening to episode 88 of the Bold Nonsense Podcast. Remember to always stay senseless. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Thank you very little. I hate goodbyes. It's over. Go home. Go.